Hello and good morning to you, my beloved brothers and sisters in the Lord. Of course, it's your brother, Pastor Chid Jacob, here this morning, one more time, to share with you today's episode of our ongoing fellowship with the Word. I'm going to read the scripture this morning. I'll give you a little insight about why I'm reading the scripture. But let me just bring something to your attention that you need to know. If you continue to allow the word of God to wash you, right? One day, concerning those areas where you are, you know, you feel that you are not doing okay or you have always feared or stuff like that. One day, you will hear your spirit speak back to you. And... Now, there's a difference, for example, let me give you an example. There's a difference from somebody saying, I will not be poor, I will not be poor. And the reason the person is saying, I will not be poor, is because they are afraid of poverty, right? And that's okay. Rather than meditate on the fear, it's better to, you know, uh, recount that fear by stating what you desire. Now, that's a different thing. But it's a different thing when one day you will wake up or you are sleeping, or you are walking somewhere, you will hear your spirit speak back to you, right? And say, I, it always starts with an I. I will never be poor. I am a mother. I am a father. I will never ever be afraid again, right? Now, now this happens, and I'm sure there's some people listening to me who have experienced this, but this happens. That's when the light, your spirit is now full of that life that it speaks back to you. That means your real person speaks back to you and you will hear it. You will hear it. You wake up one day and hear, I can never be poor. Now, it's different. This, this is what I'm explaining to you here. This dimension I'm explaining to you here is different. It's not the same thing as your head trying to tell you something. You probably are not even thinking of that. Your mind in somewhere else. And suddenly, your spirit will speak back to you. That's when God in you is speaking back to you. Praise God. Speaking back to your mind. Speaking back to your imagination. Speaking back to your to your outer self. Praise God. That happens. If you have not experienced that, keep going. You will see that will happen. Praise God. Amen. So, let me connect that to the scripture I'm about to read this morning. Uh, in the middle of waking up, in the middle of trying to get ready to get out of bed, I kept hearing in my spirit, the spirit of just men made perfect. The spirit of just men made perfect. I kept hearing that in between waking up, in between trying to get out of bed, I kept hearing that the spirit of just men made perfect. And so I went this morning to go look at the scripture I couldn't remember exactly the chapter and the verse, so I googled around to find out. It's in Hebrews chapter number 12, and I'm going to read that scripture for you this morning, beginning from verse number 18. Hebrews chapter number 12, I'm going to read from verse number 18. Don't forget the intended audience for the book of Hebrews. We can learn so much in the book of Hebrews because it is one of the books where the finality of what Jesus has done, you know, are completely explained. It is explained out. The totality, that is the revelation of the finished work of Christ, is made so clear, is made so portrait in this like painting, more than a portrait. 
in the book of Hebrews. Why? To help the Jews who were dancing between two opinions to come to faith in Christ. Now, before I read, so when I read the um, content, the, 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 this scripture this morning, and I began to think on it, my brother, my sister, let me just say this to you. Anybody who is telling you that your problem is with God, right? The person is totally ignorant, right? Anybody who is telling you that you have not prospered because God has not prospered is a lie. Anybody who is telling you that you don't have anything because God has not given you anything is a lie. The person, the person may be sincere, but he's unaware of the truth. Because this place I'm going to read to you now gives a finality. It tells you who we are, where we stand because of what Jesus has done. That we are no longer going into a new Jerusalem. That a new Jerusalem is who we have become, beloved. I don't, it can't get clearer to this. It can't get clearer than this. It's so much emphatic. Okay, so uh, let me remove the suspense and just read Hebrews chapter number 12, right? And this will go back again to show you what I have been saying. That where the work is, is to allow our spirit be renewed with this truth. Hebrews chapter 12, verse number 18 says, "For, For we are not coming, listen to this, for we are not coming, as Moses did. So, the approach of Moses to God is not our approach today. The question is why? And this is very clear here. We are not coming as Moses did to a physical mountain with its burning fire, thick clouds of darkness and gloom, and with a raging whirlwind. You remember when um, the presence of God descended on a mountain and then the children of Israel were, you know, to God. And, and what uh, Brother Paul is describing here is our, is our relationship today with the presence of God. That we are not coming as Moses came to a physical mountain, right? Where there was smoke, there was fire, there was whirlwind, and then there was a warning. The next verse say, we are not those who have been warned. We are not those. Our approach to God is not the approach of Moses. He says, God is not in a mountain that we have to go. And we are not those who have been warned by the jeering blast of trumpet and the thundering voice. No, all those drama is no longer our reality. We have gone beyond those drama the Bible is telling us this morning, brothers and sisters. We are not like men who approach God as Moses did. Now, the way Moses approached God, was it written in the scripture? Yes. Is it documented in the scripture? Yes. Is it for us to do today? No. Is it our mindset? No. And it says here, the fearful voice that they begged to be silenced. Remember, remember, when they saw what the physical presence of God looked like, they begged Moses. They said, okay, now we can't deal with this. You go talk with God and then you come back to us. Unfortunately today, you know, that kind of relationship is what men want. They want to keep you at the base of the mountain. They want to be the one to go and hear from God, so-called hearing from God, and then they will come back to you to tell you, they become a mouthpiece between you and God. Don't forget, that's Moses' system. And why? Because the people were not in a, in a, in a condition 
to interact with the presence of God. That's what men want. You know, the one who goes with, to Moses is the one who gives you, uh, sorry, the one who goes up the supposed mountain is the one who tells you he has a special relationship with God, but you, you, you know, you, you don't have that kind of relationship. You are an outsider. God forbid. Jesus died to bring an end to that system of worship. Listen to what he says. The Bible says here, we are not like them. We don't approach God as Moses did. Neither are we those who say, no, 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 please, God, we can't deal with you in this manner. No, go and talk to Moses and then let Moses come back to talk to us. He said, they couldn't handle God's command that said, if so much an animal approaches the mountain, it is to be stoned to death. Now, it says this outstanding phenomenon, Moses' witness, caused him to shudder with fear. And he could only say, I am trembling in terror. You see, friend, they, this kind of manifestation put fear in their heart. Even Moses was trembling, the Bible says. But the Bible says we are not like them. Now, look at this. It says here, verse number 22, by contrast, it starts. By contrast. That means we are opposite of what they did. By contrast, we have already come near to God in a totally different realm. The Zion realm. Praise God. Praise God. May this soak deep down into your spirit. The word of God you hear cleanses you. It repositions your spirit. That's why Jesus says we are born again by this word. We are not Moses. We are not like the children of Israel who stay at the base of the mountain and then look up to God that is a mountain. He says by contrast. That means in opposite, you, we are not going. Mm -mm. He says, we have already come near to God in totally different realm. Now, we are in the Zion realm. Of course, Zion here is a metaphor. The other translation just simply says, we have come to Mount Zion. Mount Zion here, Zion was a place that um you know david conquered and dedicated that place as where the presence of god dwelt right so this inference here is not to is using that dwelling place of god called zion as a metaphor to tell us that we have come it's a different realm it's not a physical mountain it's a spiritual mountain look at what it says we are not going to the city of god it says for we have we for we have entered the city of the living God, which is the new Jerusalem in heaven. Are you reading with me this morning, friends? I'm not making this up, I'm simply reading the scripture. It says, We have already entered the city of the living God, which is the new Jerusalem, beloved. If you click on the footnote, that's why I encourage you to read the TPT. One of the things the footnote says here is this. It says, we are not going to New Jerusalem. We are going to be the New Jerusalem. Oh God, we are not going to a New Jerusalem. We are going to 
be the new Jerusalem. That Zion where God's presence dwells is not a physical Zion. It is me. It is you. We are the new Jerusalem. We are the new heaven. If you can take it, praise God. Amen and amen. Beloved, don't forget, I told you this morning, I woke up this morning and in my spirit, I keep hearing the spirit of just men made perfect. The spirit of just men made perfect. That's what I heard this morning. And I had to go back again to research the scriptures to look at what this means. Listen to this very carefully. Don't forget who the Bible is talking about. Listen, as if that was not enough. It says, we have joined. We are not going to join. That's why I told you this morning. The word of God gives us new spirit. You now see God not as a God on the mountain. But what would you what would your life be when you start to see yourself truly as a new heaven, right? Would that change would that change you and change your perception? Of course. Now God is not in the mountain. God is not the one that you have to talk to me to help you talk to God. No, God has sent me to speak to you so that you return back to him. You return back to him. You go back to him. You understand who you are. Your spirit is born again. And suddenly everything starts to change. He says, we have joined the festal gathering of myriads of angels in their what? Joyous celebration. He didn't say we are going to join. We have already joined. Uncle, why? Because Christ has settled us eternally, forever and ever. You and I are in a stable place. We are not like Moses that went to a fearful mountain. No, 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 no. We are on a different mountain now. And this mountain is not a physical mountain. We are now the mountain of God. We have entered into that new Jerusalem. We are not going to enter. No, we have entered fully. We are now tabernacling. We are now settled in the presence of God. Glory to Jesus. Friend, that is why. You know, how can a man who does not understand what God has not done be able to guide you into the presence of God? No, he, he will keep pointing to you that the presence of God is somewhere. Remember, that's why Jesus says, when they say to you, the kingdom of God is there, he said, don't listen. When they say the kingdom of God is over there, Jesus himself don't listen, say, don't listen. Why? He said, because the kingdom of God is in you. Isn't that what he said? Praise God. Now, let me continue to read. He says, now, look at this. And as members of the church of the firstborn, members of the church, the term church here is ecclesia, that means the called out people. We are the called out people according to the likeness of the firstborn. Who is the firstborn here? Christ. Why is he called the firstborn? He's the firstborn to be raised from the dead, the firstborn out of the dead. So we are now called out like him. We are members. And look at what he says. All our names have been legally registered as citizens of heaven. <laughs> that idea of, you know, is your name written in the Lamb's book of life? Jesus will write it with pencil. One day he will, when you, when you do morning devotion, he will write it 
When you forget to do it tomorrow, he will wipe it out. That is why those kind of messages I told you can never renew a man's spirit. It can make that man become very religious, but his spirit, his mind, his heart remains unrenewed. Look at what he says. He says, my name and your name are legally registered as citizens of heaven. And we have come. We are not going to come. We have already come before God who judges all and who lives. Listen to this carefully. And this is why the Spirit of God was bringing the scripture out to me this morning. And who lives among the spirits of the righteous who have been made perfect in his eyes who have been made perfect god dwells we are the zion of god we are the heaven of god god dwells in us full because you and i are the spirit of the just men who have been made perfect how have we been made perfect what jesus has done has made you and i perfect in the eyes of god the last verse here i will read and i'll stop he says and we have come to Jesus, hallelujah, not to no other, not to your village people, not to Moses, not even to Elijah, not to David, not, not, no, we have come. No, we are not going to come. We have come to Jesus who established a new covenant with his blood sprinkled upon the mercy seat, blood that continues to speak from heaven. What does he speak? Forgiveness. That's what the blood speaks. Forgiveness. A better message than Abel's blood that Christ from the earth. Justice. The blood of Abel Christ from the earth. Justice. And the blood of Jesus speaks from heaven. Forgiveness. So where do you belong? Do you belong to the company of the blood that speaks forgiveness? Or do you speak? Or do you belong to the body of the group that speaks justice, vengeance? You can see why the spirit is different. You can see why people major in justice, praying for people to die and doing all that manner of stuff they do. Why? Because they are speaking from the spirit of the earth. And what is earth? Justice, vengeance, revenge. No, the spirit of just men speaks from the heavenly place. And what do we speak? Forgiveness. Forgiveness. Why? Because Christ has settled every need for vengeance. All punishment has been put on him. He took it and he has settled it permanently, forever and ever, irreversibly, irrevocably. So today, when you hear a man speak, ask, from where is he speaking? Is he speaking from the spirit of Abel that Christ from the earth, justice, vengeance, revenge, or condemnation? Or, is he speaking from the spirit of Christ? The spirit of just men who have been made perfect speaks boldly. What do we speak today? Forgiveness. That's what our message is. God has forgiven you. Don't condemn yourself. Don't judge yourself. Don't see yourself as a sinner. Friend, this is the message that renews men's spirit. It gives them new spirit. No longer vengeance. No longer anger. No longer bitterness. No longer jealousy. No longer frustration. No more darkness in their heart. Their heart has been purified because the word made Christ has become flesh in them and they are now 
born again. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen and amen and amen. If you listen to this message this morning, you will know that this is exactly what the Spirit of God wants me to say. I have forgotten about this scripture, never thought about it, but it will make sense. So today, any man who is telling you, or if you still retain any idea that anything you don't have is because God has not done it, or you need to do something, you need to do a particular thing to entice God to move him, you, ha you have returned back just like the Jews to a place of unbelief. No, sir. Everything concerning you and I, God has perfected, made 100% perfect in Christ. What you need is to feed of the truth so that your spirit becomes one with what has been done. And the manifestation is unstoppable. Praise God. Amen and amen and amen. I'm going to stop here and I'll come back to you again tomorrow by the grace of God. Listen again and again. And may your spirit continue to be renewed. May your eyes open more and more to see the reality of where we are. We are not going to Zion. Moses went to a mountain. No, we are now the mountain of God where he dwells forever and ever. Please share the message as much as you can. And don't forget that this morning you have been served. Shalom. <music>